Road Circuit Racing based in Corona, California and founded in 1978 by Mitch Payton is known for two things, building high quality horsepower and winning races. The name Pro Circuit is worldwide recognition that you have bought the best and we strive to get you the very best products for your bike. From two strokes to four, engine porting, suspension, and our top rated exhaust products, we cover it all. And just one look at teams like Team 2-2 with Chad Reed, Star Racing, Harden Huntington, and of course our own team consisting of Dean Wilson, Martin Davalos, Blake Baggett, Justin Hill, Darren Durham, and Tyler Rattray, we make champions. Visit ProCircuit.com for more info on all the services and products. Pro Circuit, we race. Brett Metcalf, Calgary, uh, 1-1 today, but uh, you had to fight for that second moto, man. What a race. Uh, bad start, and then I guess you made a mistake on the first lap somewhere because it looks like you dropped back even further. Yep. No, it wasn't a bad start. I came out maybe around five or six, somewhere there, which I thought was okay. And then uh, just around in the turn three, going into turn four, I went to uh, follow Tyler Medagula. Yep. And... Uh, he just tipped over. It was really muddy, and he just lost the front end, and his bike just laid across like two and th- like one or two ruts. Okay. And I was in a real deep rut, stuck behind him. I had to w- you know wait for him to get up, and you know I so I was kind of just stuck there. And that's when I dropped a long way back. I think maybe fifth to fifteenth something. So um, yeah, it was not what I was hoping for, but it made things pretty cool. I think um, to come through, and I felt really good. Early on in that moto, it was a little slick, and then once I got rolling, a couple laps into it, you know, I was riding aggressive and felt good. Felt good to have that mindset back of attacking, riding hard, and uh, you know, doing doing those things. Um, yeah, early on. Yeah. Yeah, you know, early on, uh, you were pretty far back there, and the track we talked earlier, the track's narrow. Yeah. There's a lot of dudes in front of you. I was wondering. I'm like, oh, he's gonna have some issues. But uh, then I talked to Bobby Canari who you had to pass and he said your lines were really good yeah no the track is narrow it was fast here really narrow and they let the track go they just let it get super rough it's it's good to see um so i had to be creative and to make passes you know i think that's i was able to move through to the front pretty quick you know and on the parade lap i saw some stuff that i knew i could use um, so I had a good momentum going, and I was riding. I was attacking the track, and it felt good. It felt good for me. It's been I haven't really attacked like that at all yet, so it was cool. Yeah, that was a real test for you. Like you had to get on it and pass some fast dudes and yeah. get on it. Yeah. I knew if I didn't, I wouldn't have a chance to, you know, not only win but maybe top three. I didn't know, but I wanted to wanted to go for it, and so it was a good test. I felt good coming through. Um, you know, once I got up to the top three and I saw that, you know, saw him there, I was like, okay, I'm catching pretty quick. And then once I got there, um, I had already ripped, accidentally ripped all my tear-offs. So I was like, i got to make moves really quick or I'm going to be toast here soon. So as soon as I got on the back wheel, I took the first opportunity I had to make moves on those guys, got to the lead. And it was good. And interesting, you say Bobby said I had good lines because when I was behind him, I was like, man, he's taking some really bad lines ah. right now. So <laughs> it was actually the pass was really easy for me because yeah, yeah. he, he swung out way wide, and I was like, inside no right. problem thank you um he said it took him a couple of laps to adjust to your lines yeah. and then credit to him he poured it on and caught yeah. you a bit yeah he did i mean i i knew that would happen <laughs> and like i said man the, the track got rough and when i got to the lead for me i kind of pushed and then i just settled into a pace and i kind of stopped pushing a little bit as aggressive i just kind of rode it um but yeah I, I knew he would 
get onto some of my lines yeah. and that would bring their speed up and I think on the lap times everyone said they were increasing their track speed so that was cool I was happy with it what I did on the track today your teammate Teddy Mayer too uh, hanging back there in third when you guys dropped the hammer a little bit Bobby pushing you 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 picking it back up he stayed right there it was a really exciting race I knew Teddy would be strong today I watched the film from last year he you know, dominated yeah. the lights class last year. He always rides well here. He said he rides well here and likes this track, so I was yeah. qualified first today. So I knew Teddy would be on it. And unfortunately, that first moto would have been good. Unfortunately, he had a problem with the bike. Uh, they figured it out, came back for the next moto, and, you know, I'm glad he got a good ride in the second moto. Concrete starts. Uh, you remember those? I know there's one at round one and there's one yeah. here. Uh, I remember those from the AMA days when we had like half of them were, were concrete. But uh, how were your skills on that? Yeah, I'm actually kind of thinking they should bring them back. I, I've, <laughs> I've been pretty good on them. Last weekend in Kamloops, dirt shot, and I was horrible. Yeah. Um, the two rounds concrete, I've had some pretty good starts. So, I mean, it's interesting smoking up the tire. And yeah. It's you know, As a mechanic, I'm glad they're gone oh, down yeah. south. I hated yeah. them. Well, it's you know, I'm doing a lot of privateer stuff back home now with yeah, my yeah. own bikes, and so at REM, local Glen Howland, they do concrete starts, and this dude's burning out, and I didn't do one burnout because I knew, man, my tie's gonna last me the whole week. So I'm like, but yeah, it was fun. Everything's been really cool so far up here. I'm enjoying the racing. I'm building up stronger and stronger. Um, happy with the way things are going and progressing. Yep. Um, where do you, uh, you know, you've, you've, you've won, swept the last four motos, but where do you want to improve on? What can you get better? What do you think will be, what do you want to work on uh, in the coming weeks? Just mindset. If anything. No, yeah, just mindset. I'm okay, fro. <laughs> fro. No, I just really, yeah. mindset. And that's, that's the key for me. That first part of that moto, the first half when I was aggressive, that was a big key for me. Yeah, yeah. Just to forget things, forget about everything and, and get down to it. Um, and the, and a good thing for me is to, to have the mindset of winning races. It's been, I've always been a challenger. I've been there, the, one of the guys. But now it's like, I know I can step out there and win motos. So it's a different mindset for me to go out there and race. And also too, uh, you've pressure on you. You got the plate. You've won four motos. People are now expecting great things out of you. Whereas down south, it'd be like, you know, you were a little bit of an underdog against Chad Reed and those guys. So that's a different feeling. Always been the underdog. So it's you know I've. Like I tweeted the other day, I mean, since the red plate's been around, I've never had one, so it's kind of <laughs> cool, you know, I like it, but, you know, but like I say, there's pressure with that, but really, I'm, the, you know, I'm focused on winning this championship, taking the, doing the right things I need to do to do that, um, and just getting stronger and racing back in the States. Uh, has anybody surprised you? Has anybody surprised you? Maybe somebody you'd never heard of, obviously, or Canari. I mean, you know Bobby's tough and gnarly, but has there been somebody that's opened your eyes a little bit, uh, either watching the lights class, racing the MX1 class, is there anything? Oh, no one really surprising because I was I kind of looked at the guys and they're no joke. I mean, the you know the the tracks are different. The tracks are different. Everything's different up here. Um, so that's an adjustment alone. Just getting that and it kind of brings everyone a little closer together with speed and wise and stuff. But uh, some of the lights guys, I'm really I like watching the lights class. It's cool. That was much. And really, no one's. I was expecting everyone that's good to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, obviously with Colton getting hurt, that was a huge moment for the series. Um, he he rode great. Uh, and the Medaglia brothers, I've, I'd never seen those guys ride. I'd seen Colton, yeah. but never seen those guys ride. So th- th- I mean, they're they're strong. Yeah. Um, but it's great being here, and it's great winning, and all that. But the ultimate goal is uh, uh, AMA 
USA Supercross and Motocross ride, factory ride like you had, right? That's what this is all about, getting back to that level? Absolutely. You know, this was the best thing for me this year to do. And I knew, I kind of looked at my options, and this was the best thing, so I went ahead and do it, did it. Here we are, and uh, so okay. So better or worse than you thought, or maybe worse isn't the right word, but are you 100% comfortable with your decision? 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm 100% comfortable and glad I did this. Yeah. Backing myself. Happy because, you did it. All yes. Because yeah. there's a few things now that I've started racing. When you, I practice training, seeing how the wrist feels, leg feels, this and that. Everything's feeling good. Yeah. But you see, you step out here, round one, round two. Okay, I'm, I need to pick it up. You don't get that opportunity to do that in the States because you're getting hosed down there, yeah. right? So, is you know, it, this is the best thing for me to climb yeah. back to, to where I was and be better. I want to be better than yeah. where I was. Yeah. And, and also, too, a guy like you, from what I understand, talking to David Evans, your agent, a lot of rides were like, hey, we'll pay your expenses. And you're, I mean, you're Brett Metcalf, former national winner. It's kind of bull crap. It's the way things work down there. But you got hurt and you disappeared. Up here, I mean, you're making money. This is what you should do. You're professional. Right. That's that's bottom line the truth. I mean, I'm yeah. professional. This is what I do to provide for my family. Yeah. And I wasn't going to sit there and ride for free in the U.S. in the biggest series in the world. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. So. Yeah. Like I said, when uh, this was my choice, it's the best thing for me. There was all those things put into the bar, into the jar, right? It was my health, what's the best thing for me financially, to get back to the top. It was all. This was the. This was the spot for me. Are you a little bitter? Uh, we talked about this on one of my shows, my pulp shows or something. Not with you when you were on it, but just talking about you in general. I think you have cause to be a bit, a bit bitter, or uh, you know, you when you went out of the series uh, from an injury that happened from the team's fault you were a top five six guy and you know you just in, in that quick of a time you've disappeared disappeared enough to not even have a salaried ride in america you should be bitter i don't know are you <laughs> i was i mean it was i was disappointed right. and you know and it was just one of those things where i had a couple things going and the teams fell through yeah, yeah. and it was you know i went through that whole scenario and it was just like, all right, what's next? What's yeah. next? Let's evaluate. And then everything that worked was a blessing in disguise, really. Yeah. You know, I was able to take my time and pick something that was going to be worthwhile doing. Uh, yes, I was a little bitter, you know, for sure. I mean, you should be. Yeah, I was a little bitter, but I, honestly, I I never, never got down about it. Yeah. I always stayed positive and said, okay, what's going to be right for me? And the biggest thing for my, you know, my son Nash being born, I couldn't have imagined not being there and spending the whole time yeah, yeah. it's been nice can't complain i'm happy doing what i'm doing i'm happy with my life is and i'm very 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 determined to get back to where i was even better last question for you so okay so let's say you do well up here you win a title you make a bunch of money uh the rides don't get much better next year would you come back i'd think about it i'd consider it for sure and i'm very i'm aware that sponsorships aren't getting bigger bikes aren't getting sold more right in the yeah, states yeah. it's just how it is it's not going to be easy for me and we'll see how things go yeah. uh, we'll just take it take it as it comes and and i'll evaluate i've you know i've talked to a couple gp teams options are everywhere australia for me yeah. so i'm going to just see what's best for me see what i want to do yeah. this is something i wanted to do to come up here and race yeah. i wanted to do it and so we'll, we'll see where we're at well as a canadian i think that's cool that you've already after three rounds uh thought that this is good enough like this is good this is cool like i'm, I'm happy that you're happy yep yeah thank <laughs> <So>. you <laughs> like you know I, I don't know what your true feelings are about canada and this series and everything else but it's good enough that you just said you would consider it so that's good yep no for sure all right thanks no problem steve
Kevin Benoit, Calgary. Hey, uh, you've been riding great so far this season, but today was not your day. Uh, crashes and uh, and uh, I guess crashes were the main thing. Yeah, uh, first moto I had a pretty gnarly crash. I'm I'm really happy I was not hurt because. Uh, what'd you do? Because I, I don't know anybody who saw it. Uh, it was out of the wood chip mm -hmm. section. I hit Go a soft spot. Just before the downhill, I hit a soft spot and my rear end just slid out and hooked up on some clay and then high sided and got ejected down the hill. I was rolling down the hill. I was just holding my body, just trying to uh -huh. roll down and then got up and then there's a, the clamp on my uh, radiator hose that broke in the crash. So I had to pull off because otherwise yeah. my motor would just uh, uh, blew up anyway. So uh, yeah. Second moto, bad start? No, actually oh. I had a good start. I was on the far outside, I got third off the start, and in the first lap, they watered the track so bad and got caught in that slip in one slippery spot. Landing, I uh, was landing a jump and just lost the, the front end and crashed again. I was really frustrated there, and I rolled pretty good after that. I mean, I made a good charge and moved all the way up to second and screwed up one lap and got passed again, I mean. I don't know why Calgary is always hard on me, but uh, I'll oh, try has to... it been bad for you before? Yeah, yeah, it's never been my best days here. I don't know why. I mean, this morning I I was liking the track, like it was going good, but uh, in the motos, just shit happens, and I'll try to move on and improve next weekend. Last year you rode sort of a support ride, you know, where you were close to the truck or under it, but it wasn't a full full deal this year. You full on the team. Uh, what's the difference, and how do you like it? Uh, it's fun. I mean, it's easy on you. Like you have a lot of guys helping you out, and uh, um, is, the I bike any, is the bike any better? Yeah, for yeah. sure, the bike is better this year. Uh, I really like my bike. Um, program is really good this year. Uh, nothing to complain at all. Uh, the only thing is that maybe being under the team is a little bit more pressure, but I'm not sure if, if it's affecting me so far. I mean, the other guys have been riding good too. I've been. I think I've been riding good too. It's just. Uh, there's that little something missing that I'm trying to find and I'm working hard in the week and once we head out east, I'm probably going to be better for me too. So. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. When we head out east, the tracks you raced on last year because you missed the first part with an injury, uh, you're a little more familiar with it. Also, sandy surface is better for you. Looking forward to that? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the east tracks. I know them really well and uh, having Deschambeau too is uh, one of, of the provincial tracks that I ride a lot, uh, so it should help. Really looking forward to the East. Cool. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks. JSR uh, Calgary, the second greatest Canadian rider ever, still around. Um, hey, you're working with KTM again, as you have been for years. But uh, before we get into your deal, tough start for the team over here. Yeah. Five. Just, uh, I mean, lots. Good track, first of all. Like the track was yeah. very, looks fun to ride, but it got in, it got pretty rough, pretty technical, and. and these kids were pushing, and they were riding on the edge, and a little mistake cost uh, Kevin mm -hmm. uh, a moto, and then same thing with uh, with Tyler. So I, th I think you know, these guys were working hard or pushing hard, but like I said, the track was not uh, was was pretty pretty tough, and you know we need some bad weekend, have some good weekend, but this one definitely was a, was a bad weekend. Uh, and then you go back to Colton's injury, which was a major blow for the team, yeah. also. Yeah, no, that's uh, and once again it's. I don't think it's anybody's fault. It's just you know, wrong place at the wrong time. And but yeah, it's it's sad to see it's racing. But yes, it's for sure. Uh, it's for 
it, you know, sucks <laughs> for for Katie. For <laughs> Sorry that, but yeah. It, 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 yeah. But it, you know, we'll right. get a better weekend next weekend, and then when we go out east, uh, Kevin, Benoit will will have for sure uh, advantage on, on the rest of the the field day. You've kind of taken Kevin underneath uh, your wing a little bit, and uh, from what I understand, anyways, uh, you see uh, great things like as far as his career in a 450, also like moving forward. Yeah, I think so. It's one of the reasons why uh, I think KTM put you know, a bit of uh, effort and money behind him because we see him with KTM for a long term. Like his his marketing value is pretty uh, pretty good. It's very popular all across Canada, especially out east and even out west. Hanging his friend with you know, he's got lots of fans. His friend with uh, most of the rider, mm -hmm. which I think I believe it's important for an athlete to be you know yep. kind of you know, cool with you. Like you. Kind of, yeah, like me. <laughs> no one said JSR yes, yeah. was a dick. No one ever said that. Yeah. So, uh, no, but overall, it's, it's, it's a long shot for sure. And uh, we're, we're looking at athletes that are good on and off the track and, and good personality. And I think Kevin has that. And he will suit, he will fit on the yeah. 450, hopefully, you know, next year and two years from now. And you yourself, though, you're not going to spend a time with a guy that maybe you don't see that in. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're a busy guy. If the guy's not listening to you, not working with you you're just going to move on so obviously Kevin Kevin's uh, learning from you well yeah yeah I think so and I'm trying to help you know and Tyler and Colton when uh, you know before he got hurt and I'm I'm not full full time with these guys I you know they're getting older and they know what to do I think they've been through uh, they've raced against me in the past and they they've learned what I've done and I think they they well, hopefully copy a little bit of the thing I was doing so but no they're 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 really, they're good athletes. They're old, like I said, they're older. They know what to do, and the whole KTM team is, you know, learn some experience, got you know a bit more uh, money from the sponsor to go testing and racing and practice in, in the winter. But at the end of the day, you get to the gate. You know, there's you need a bit of luck when you're racing, yeah. and it doesn't happen every weekend. But uh, and of course, we're racing some with again some good guys. I mean, the Americans are yeah. they've got more experience than our guys because they've been racing all winter long and. You know, there's some good kids out here, which uh, bring the level, yeah. which is good overall because it brings Canadian level, Canadian, you know, the, the the level the Canadian rider a little yeah. step forward. You know, when you have those American coming here. Well, I've heard and I get your opinion. I think I know your opinion, but you know, there are some Canadian riders that have expressed on Twitter or on the MX forums and things like that that these teams are giving rides to Americans and they should be looking for Canadian kids. I'm of the opinion like it always makes you better, and I think maybe you agree. Yeah. Yes, well, yes and no. I mean, there's two sides of the story with that. It is, yes, it is good that we have some American rider or foreign rider. Yeah. I mean, American yeah. or, or Australian or yep. whatever. Yeah. And it's uh, it's good. I mean, it's good. It brings the level uh, a bit higher. Mm -hmm. On the other side, if you look at you know the market, you know the business in Canada, you know, bike sales is not you know it's not to the roof. Mm -hmm. So it is. Some kids see it, don't like it when the company, a manufacturer, let's say. KTM Canada give some parts and bikes to an American rider. So on this side, I understand you know, some guys, you know, not too happy with that. But if we can find a metal, uh, you know, to, to help out, you know, half and half, it's and then but the cow. I think a lot of people look at the Kawasaki team, but yeah, you know. their approach is just hiring, you know, fast American guys. Yeah. So I don't know all deeply uh, Kawasaki Canada is involved with that but uh, I th think you know most of the money probably come from the states but it's yeah, yeah for sure uh, it would be nice to have a Canadian or two in that team but uh, you know they want to win the sponsor wants to win yeah. and if they have faster American available <laughs> that's what they're going to yeah. get you know I can't reach back and get a JSR anymore unless we can go back in time and <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, you yourself, what are you doing now? You're, are you riding much? Uh, you're doing some riding schools. You're doing this training thing. I understand you're not doing as much with Oakley anymore, but what, what sort of JSR up to? Uh, involved with KTM quite a bit. I go to the office during the week, oh, uh, wow. yeah, one or two days a week. And help out Andy with uh, with some I'm, the amateur program with you know lots of paperwork to be honest. <laughs> and I'm involved with uh, a little bit with the race team with the amateur program at KTM, the demo ride. We did some demo tour. Uh, we got like 12 bikes, two truck and trailer. We let uh, some of the dealers and and VIP yeah. uh, customer try our KTM. So I was yeah. deeply involved with that. And uh, riding school, I'm doing a few riding school for myself, some for KTM, like tomorrow at Blackfoot, we got one with the KTM mm -hmm. that I organize and Blackfoot as well. I got some riding school next week at my house. So in during the summer, I'm busy with some riding schools. Yep. And then beside that, I've got two kids that I'm busy running after my yep. two kids. You're your rentals, right? Your rental properties yeah. and all that? That's right. uh, that's. That's pretty much um, flat out. Yeah. If I if I want to find if I want to be 100% in this, I can do it. Yeah. But I'd like to. I love to be involved. I like to yeah. be involved with KTM and the racing. So I hired some guys to fix the <laughs> fix it in my apartment <laughs> right. while I can come here to the race yeah. and help out. But uh, do, you, do you moto down much at all? Uh, 31 hour last year. I had on my hour meter my 350, <laughs> and so far I got two and a half on my 350. Uh, so no, I don't. Yeah. Right. right but we didn't have a good so far in, in out east in quebec where i'm yeah. from spring's been shitty it's just oh, been okay. raining yeah. every single day so uh, but i'll get on the bike uh, i'll try to do you know three or four days a week but i don't right. i don't really go out and ride just for fun i'd yeah. like you know if i ride it's because i'm doing a riding school something or some on, of yeah. my buddy wants to race me <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right hey well thanks and let's do that podcast soon all right mm -hmm. yes we will Bobby Canari, Calgary, um, second overall, 3-2. Um, first moto, bad start, a terrible start. Yeah, you Or you, know, you went down or something. No, just a terrible start. I'm, I was embarrassed. I, I concrete. Could've, I could have probably shifted to fifth gear before I got off the concrete pad. I was spinning so bad. But, uh, yeah, that was bad, man. I started probably 30th or 40th and just rode my butt off and, uh, you know, just stayed strong right to the end. Wanted to get Ty, uh, Jeremy there for the uh, second-place position and uh, – and uh, just didn't happen, you know. Pushed right to the end, just ran out of time. That was that. But uh, you know, I was happy with the with the bike and everything. We made some serious changes to some suspension stuff uh, today, and uh, really, I think are starting to hit our stride. And then same with the second moto. You know, uh, got a better start, got in the lead quick, kind of pulled away. Uh, then Brett and Teddy got by, you know, uh, Jeremy and them. They had a little better lines for sure because when they got to me, they passed me. I changed up some stuff I seen they were doing and, and just was like a light switch. My lap times dropped a couple seconds a lap, and uh, that's all it was, you know. And then uh, we just had a, a good, clean, fun battle all the way to the bitter end. Uh, that was fun, man. I really... You know, to push those last two laps to get, you know, Brett, and I got right back up to him. You know, we stayed all together anyhow, but really got right on his butt and just uh, couldn't make anything happen. Yeah, like uh, I was, I went through different emotions in that moto where I was like, okay, I, I was like, Maddie's too far back, Canario will win. I know you haul ass here. Then I was like, holy shit, Maddie's caught him. Okay, Maddie, when we passed you, I'm like, okay, now Maddie's going to stretch it out. And he actually pulled a couple seconds right away. And that must be when you change your lines. And, I, and then I went through the emotion of, oh, my God, Canari might get him back. It was like a, a really cool race between all three of you and Teddy was right there. Yeah, it took me uh, two, maybe three solid laps to fully adjust my lines uh, accordingly. You know, they, they were hitting some really far insides when I was going way outside type thing. And, uh, you know, I, I really had to adjust my whole approach into some of the corners. And once I finally figured out where I was going, yep. you know, I, I felt like uh, – you know, I, I picked up my pace, and, and uh, you know, I know I'm strong for 35 minutes, and yeah. just 
pushed right to the bitter end again with him and uh, caught right back up to him, but ran again ran out of time. Yeah, you guys were motoing down. Hey, um, he's won every moto except for one or no two. He didn't win an IMO, but he's been really really good the first three rounds. This has to make you feel good because. Uh, I mean, legitimately, you were on him, and you're pressuring him. One mistake by him, and you would have had it. Yeah, you know. Uh, That'd be good for the confidence. Yeah, I know it was his first round in Canada and all, but at Nimo, me and him did the same thing for 35 minutes, just had a death battle uh, right to the last lap again there, too. So I, I know I can match that speed for 35 minutes. I showed it today. First Moto 2, you know, I was still in traffic and matching their lap time. So I, I, See, I thought he was – I thought – sorry to interrupt you, but I thought he was gone in Nimo. It was him and Colton. I didn't realize. I didn't. Read your race reports. So you were there. Okay. Yeah, I was there. Second moto, I had some issues. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm comfortable. I, I feel like we can get up there and uh, push for some wins. And, uh, you know, it's it's all talk until we go do it, though. So we'll see. Well, all the media guys, fans are saying, this thing's over. Medi's got it. You know, he's so much better. But, uh, I mean, what I saw here, uh, yeah, there's not much to separate you. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like I'm on that pace. And uh, Teddy is as well. And uh, mm-hmm. I feel like we're a little behind on some chassis setup stuff that we really figured out uh in the last week mm-hmm. and uh i think from here on out it's going to be a dogfight. <laughs> um uh the riders i talked to today you're, you're good here at this track but riders i talked to said this was the roughest jeremy dagley just finished telling me roughest calgary ever do you agree i i mean it was like this last year i yeah. i feel you're meathead it doesn't matter i feel a lot more comfortable on a track that's this rough like gopher dunes and this because there's stuff to separate people yeah. if you notice some of the lines we were cutting are more like uh you know, you have to have some skill and knowledge, you know, to kind of get over some extremely rough stuff like this, and that's more what we see at home. I think me, Teddy, and, and uh, Brett, you know, a little more used to stuff like that. We knew more what to look for and how to cross it and get over it. And uh, and uh, some of our bike setup probably showed through, shined through today too, you know, with, with setting it up for what we're thinking is rough, you know, as opposed to what Edmonton or something is. <laughs> uh, hey, I think, I think uh, lappers were a problem for everybody. They... And, you know, the depth of the Canadian field isn't there, but I saw some real lapper issues and real differences in speed. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, uh, that's a, you know, it's a known issue yeah. up here uh, because, you know, there are uh, some extremely fast people. And not to say the guys in the back aren't, aren't fast, but they're just uh, on a, a little bit different level, and we get up to them quick. Uh, there's a lot of guys that respect and try to get out of our way. Just sometimes they move the wrong way, you know, and that's – it's racing up here, and that's the way it is. And has always, it always been that way? Yeah. And, and yeah. always has been, and uh, that's just part of the deal. I've, I know uh, Nanaimo, the second moto, they really uh, uh, got into me pretty good a couple different times, blew me off the track and stuff. And you can sit here and make excuses about it, but we all have to deal with it, and we all do it. You know, we all get taken out by them. We all get pushed off the track by them. It sucks when we're in a three-way battle and it happens, and and even a two-way. It doesn't matter when it happens. It, it just sucks, but... Uh, that's that's part of the deal, you know. Uh, for the U.S. people listening, what's your what's your schedule? Where where will we see you? Uh, I race every week from now till uh, mid September. You know, <laughs> I, I race. Uh, they have two off weeks up here, and those are the Southwick and Redbud weekends. I will be at those events, um, and then uh, same with Unadilla and Elsinore. They're off weeks for us here in Canada. Uh, there's no double weeks for me this year, uh, unfortunately. I enjoyed doing. Yeah, that. Unfortunately, yeah, those were yeah. It was tough, but it was a it was a fun challenge for me. I, I would like to do that again one day. Uh, but uh, I'm going to try and get into the GNCC at Unadilla yep. at this point and uh, just, you know, yep. 
again, just another challenge for me and different aspect of riding that uh, I'm no good at. And it's just fun to go and, and try and struggle at that uh, for two and a half hours, you know? <laughs> yeah, sounds like a blast. Yeah. Uh, last question for you. Uh, I don't know how much you want to talk about this or whatever, but I know you've been struggling with bike setup in the U.S. a little bit. Not that pumped. Here you're on a different suspension company, another, same Yamaha, though. Um, talk about your bike setup, what you've been struggling with, if the Canadian guys fixed it, if you're still searching, all that kind of stuff. Like, however much detail you want to get into. Yeah, you know, um, just all year I've, I've um, I felt like I was on the soft side of my suspension settings. And uh, when we stiffen it up, it gets a little harsh. And then to find that happy medium is, is, a, is a fight with a lot of people, you know. And it doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, uh, KYB or, or Showa or Olin's or whatever else, you know, white power. It just... You know, that, that's an issue that we all look, you know, and struggle yeah. with. Um, and I feel like we're finally getting a handle on um, how to how to fix that. And, and we're, we're kind of today and last week starting to click things off and go, okay, this is what it's doing. And every time I went out today, as you've seen in the truck, we were making suspension, yeah. you know, valving changes every time. And uh, it just got better as the day went, and I think it showed. So is this something where you race Redbud, you may bring this stuff down, you're going to be that happy with it? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> that's political, and there's... There's issues with that. Uh, I, I I would I would think yeah. Okay. All right, Bobby. Thanks a lot. Hey, good luck the rest of the series. We'll see you at Red Bud. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks. That was weird, man. Pro Circuit Pulpcast uh, Teddy Mayor Calgary. Hey, man. Uh, fastest qualifier today, uh, and the first moto catching Brett Metcalf and uh, your bike blows heartbreak for you for sure yeah you know uh, we were we were you know we were in that moto pretty solid and uh, I was feeling really good you know I was flowing good my, keeping my heart rate down I was feeling really really good and uh, I made some changes to my bike and you know Graham bro we, we got it really 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 good so uh, you know I just I was pushing it pushing it and we started getting some lappers and I started you know I started making some time after that and I was like all right you know I need to go I need to make my I need to make my move I'm gonna do it now and like we come I come up I come around going up the hill in the back and uh, my radiator my antifreeze just blew all over the place <laughs> I knew that wasn't I knew that wasn't a good idea you know I was like I better not keep going because uh force shook you know those things block up pretty hard especially with the big drums here so I mean I was just pissed you know just yeah. nothing I could do and pull off and ended up uh, the radiator hose uh clamp broke so uh, the radios popped off, antifreeze yeah. went everywhere. But just I don't know. There's a lot of rocks on this track. Maybe got dinged by a rock or something. But uh, you know, that second moto, I just uh, put my head down and uh, you know did my best. I had a really bad gate pick, and uh, I had a really good start on the outside, but I I kept it on a little bit too long, and I fell off the the, the edge of the 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 main the main start, you know. And I got in the, out in the dry the dry slick stuff, and kind of kind of screwed me up. And I got back on the track, and I got back past a couple more people i was right in there and then i went off the track again but i knew i was like i better not gain positions because yeah, yeah. i knew somebody would do somebody jump on it so i just kind of you know sl kind of slowed down got back into where i was mm -hmm. and then just started you know picking guys off and uh it was pretty pretty hard it's one really one line so it's it's pretty hard to pass and uh got behind a few people that that kind of were holding me up you know there wasn't much i could do but my lines just uh I, just, I guess I just didn't didn't have them quite figured out the best out of that moto. It's kind of struggling a little bit, but finally got into to, uh, second, I think, or third. I think I was in third still. And Brett Brett came was coming up. You know, I seen Bobby was out front. I, I caught him. You know, yeah. I was catching him big, big time. He was way out. Yeah, where did Medi get you? Because I don't think anybody saw that. Yeah, I I really don't even know where he got me. I think it's somewhere before the, the over under bridge, like somewhere out there. I think. Yeah. 
I don't even know. <laughs> There's yeah. so much that yeah. goes on in a moto. You but. know what I was, I was impressed with that um, Metcalf and uh, Metcalf got in the lead and Canari chased them. They dropped their lap times and you did, did the same thing. You basically matched their intensity and that was uh, probably a good thing for you like going forward. Yeah, definitely. You know, I was glad to stay with him than to, than to just get, you know, start getting yanked by him. But yep. I, knew, I knew that, you know, Brett, he just he had some good lines out there and uh, he got me. And uh, I just, you know, I tried to set in behind him and, and get into, you know, I landed and get him behind him and try to find those lines. And we, we ran into some lappers and a couple of them really screwed me up. And I lost quite a bit of time, but I was able to regroup and get back into it. I had to go a couple good laps that were good. I caught back up and... Uh, I knew as soon as he's gonna get around Bobby, I was like, you know, Bobby, you know, he's been around. He's, uh, you know, he's pretty not much a veteran. You know, no, he's not easy to get by. You know, and he's a good buddy of mine. And, you know, I don't want to be dirty, but, but you know, sometimes you have to. And he got in behind, followed his lines, and uh, you know, we just kept. It felt like we just kept turning it up, you know, because I, I was my RA was up there for sure, but I felt good. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I talked to you before the day started. You said uh, your first two rounds. Uh, your bike setup wasn't where you needed to be, and like you mentioned earlier, you made some changes. Um, do you agree with that? You, you, is that what you're thinking? Your bike changes. Your bike wasn't perfect for the first couple of races. No, not at this all. This seems like your best one, your best race, even with that DNF. Yeah, definitely. I just I didn't feel comfortable at the other races. I felt I felt like I was going to get hurt. And through my years of racing, I've learned that when I'm not comfortable, just to bite my tongue and just do do what I can. You know, every time I I don't listen to myself, I get hurt. And uh, I just was so frustrated. I, I couldn't even sleep the past two weeks because I was so frustrated with my bike. And I just was yeah. just wanted to get it figured out. And I spent this whole past week just changing stuff. I was on the phone with the gram and changing stuff, changing stuff. And right. I got it, you know, a lot more, you know, a little bit better. And, uh, you know, I was able to, you know, kind of flow a little bit better with the bike. And, you know, came up here and uh, made a couple more changes from when I was running at home. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it was good at first practice, you know. I, right, right when I went down the starting line, I could just tell that just the height, the height of the bike, yeah, yeah, yeah. just the way it felt was it was going to be good, and it was just it was awesome. That second moto, uh, it's kind of beat me up a little bit with it, but uh, I mean that track got yeah. pretty gnarly. All right, well, hey, good job uh, going forward from here, and uh, yeah, this has got to be something to build on. You kept you kept the Brett Metcalf and Canary right there, and so going forward, hopefully this is a turning point for you. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited for Edmonton. I like that track, and uh, oh yeah, you've done really good there before. Yeah. Good dirt. I'm used. Yeah. I like the ruts, and uh, you know, get get good starts. That's that's what it takes at this level, and uh, do my best. All right. Thanks, man. Oh. Jeremy Medaglia, Medaglia, Medaglia. I, I, I don't know. Uh, hey, good day for you today. Uh, bummer about the second moto crash. That was shaping up to be great, a great race. But even still, a good day. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I mean, even from qualifying, I was able to get second there behind Teddy. And uh, the first few rounds, I haven't had the best lap times for for getting a good gate pick. So. Uh, yeah, um, concrete again, and I'm not. I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm a light guy, so a little bit of spinach on the uh, on the start and put me back in the first moto. But I mean, I've had a, a hard fought race the entire time and end up battling with my brother there. And that was good. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks, but no, it's good. <laughs> it's good for the people watching yeah, for yeah. sure. And uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, it was uh, it was a fun race. I got second, and uh, the second one. I mean, I was going after Bobby to get in the lead, and then I mean, just tuck, hit a rock, and tucked the front end. I mean, it, it sucked, but that's the way it goes. Um, yeah, you, you look good all day. Um, how are you feeling on the your, your last time you were four fifties uh, a while ago? Now didn't go the good for you, but you feel good uh, this year on the MX one. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it was about five years ago when I was on a four fifty. Was it that long ago? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. I'm getting old. Uh, yeah, um, you're really adapting well though this year. Well, I appreciate that because I know a lot of people had uh, other things to say about that. 
Yeah. And oh, the podcast. Yeah. That you were my sleeper pick. I, I didn't. I didn't listen to the co- podcast, but I heard some uh, some different comments from some. Okay, wait a minute. That's the f- number one problem. You need to go back and listen because I get this all the time in the U.S. Okay. Where people say, "Oh, this guy said this and that," but you're right. I did. Uh, what did you say? Okay. What I did. <laughs> yeah, I did not shit talk you, but what I did say was that I thought you would struggle in the bigger bike class because I thought you could win the title yeah. in the smaller class, and to me, winning the title would be better than riding around in, I think I said fourth or fifth or worse, in the big bike class. Yeah. So I thought it was a bad decision to go MX1 for you. And I also said you're a smaller guy and the Yamaha suits bigger guys. And then Tyler said, oh, no, he's bigger now, which you are. You look like you're filled out on the bike more. Mm. So not a lot of shit talking, just, you know, maybe doubting. Uh, Ryan Gall, though, had your back, said he were going to be the surprise rider. So... You should go back and listen. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, I mean, right. like you say, it's all hearsay. And, and Galdi, I, I even know Galdi had some things to say. And then he came to uh, Santa Lee and saw a provincial race. And then I think his mind changed a little bit after that. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was everything was new for me. Uh, right. I, I wanted to chase the 250F title for sure. But with uh, the circumstances, I mean, doing our own thing with this new team, oh. The fun- more like cost stuff, yeah. Exactly. The funding wasn't there. I mean, you, you know how, how much money goes into those you know, leading edge and KTM and those bikes. So, I mean, for us, just uh, have, a, have a fun year. And I knew that, I mean, I, I can ride a 450 decent. Yeah. And uh, I like to say that I'm proving it now and just uh, getting onto my good tracks where I think I could yeah. e- do even better. Yeah, the East Coast, I was going to say, one of my things, you, you, you get through Edmonton. I don't know how that is for you, but uh, get through Edmonton. And then, man, there's three sand tracks in a row, one of them being like a track you practice and grew up on. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, um, Edmonton was my uh, first overall win last year on the 250F, so I am pretty excited to go there. I like that track. Um, like you said, it's pretty crazy that we have three pretty much full-blown sand tracks in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm super happy about that, and I'm just I'm happy about everything going. And like, like you say, a lot of people doubted me, but yeah. uh, for me to come out and kind of prove them wrong, and yeah, I mean, it sucks that I had that DNF, because if I didn't have that DNF from that, that front wheel issue, mm-hmm. I would have been second or third in the points right That's now. true. Um, what about your brother? Was there some harsh words? Was he pretty pissed? It got looked like it got a little aggressive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, I got up to him, and where I was like trying to make a pass on a lot of the people, I came in a little bit too hot on him, and uh, I ended up pushing him off the track. But I mean, it sucked yeah. that it happened. But he got he gave it back to me the next corner, and then um, right. I made sure I'm like it's got it's go time now. I got to get away from this. So uh, I, I got in the inside of him. And I seen him, in, uh, you know, from the peripheral right. vision to see him tuck the front end. So it was it was done at that point. Hey, I've known Kevin Tyler, the MX101 guy, for a long time since he uh, cartwheeled down Bud's Creek, the broken shock. I've known him forever. It's cool to see this effort here. Uh, Yamaha is involved. Uh, MX101, a nice rig, nice setup. Uh, talk about the team detail a little bit. How it all came together. How you're liking it. Yeah, I mean, after everything kind of fell through with KTM, it was a last-minute decision to do something. I mean, yeah. Well, that's another thing I said. I said you should have took Benoit's ride for MX2. Like, he, that was offered to you, I guess. So I was. that's another thing I said. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's what you were told, right? Yeah, but there was, yeah, I was, yeah. There was nothing offered to me. Okay. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, I pretty well, much... I only got one side of the story. Imagine that. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> no, I think it came to, you know, the KTM thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a kind of a blessing in disguise because... Okay. Yamaha wants to build a future with me, and obviously those guys didn't have that in mind. I mean, I had the best year with them, got second, and I think I was the top KTM guy for like three years overall in the points. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's how it works out. And, but like politics, you said, French guy, you know. Yeah, yeah you know, that's, he's, he's yeah. close to the race shop and everything. Yeah, yeah. But uh, JSR yeah. likes him. Oh, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, like you said, we got the yeah. RM Motorsports started now. Um, Yamaha was, you know, obviously pumped the idea for me to go back with MX101, like. 
mm-hmm. going back to the grassroots, they were my first real sponsor, and right. having my my best friend Sean Robinson as my teammate makes uh, you know the vibe awesome on race day, and my my parents here, and it's just an awesome program. Yeah, it's like low pressure, kind of almost like what your brother did last year a little bit, where you're building the program around yourself, no pressure, and and all your friends, and do what you can. Yeah, and, and like you say, he did something similar, but I was able to learn from what you know wasn't yeah. prepared enough on his side. So I mean, obviously, it's a quite a, a different step here with Dan Robinson making this rig for us. But that being said, I mean, we're doing, like you said, no pressure, doing our thing. And, uh, you know, it was awesome for me to keep some some of my sponsors from last year, like Red Bull, Oakley, and Fox, and Schiff. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Third overall in the day, uh, good job. Thank you very much. Awesome, Politale. Uh, another 1-1 day here, perfect on the season in the MX2 class. Uh, nice ride. Good job. Yeah, thank you. It was an awesome day. Uh, first moto. Got out front quick and then just uh, made a dumb mistake and fell over. But I uh, got up quick and worked my way back to the lead and won the first moto. And then the second moto got the whole shot, first one of the year. So I was really pumped on that. And, yeah, just sprinted like the first 10 minutes or so and then just cruised. The track was pretty gnarly. So I just uh, wanted to ride smart. So it was a perfect day. Yeah, um, first moto, you fell, picked up. You're probably 10 seconds back. Were you worried? Were you stressed? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I could still see him. Like, I was just looking over the jumps and stuff, and uh, Hoodie was putting on the, uh, the pit board that I was catching him every lap. So it was about two seconds every lap. So I knew that I can get him. Then I got up behind him and made a pass, and then I think Ben Wall went down. I don't know what happened. And then, yeah, I just got up front and rode my own race. What did you think of the Calgary track today? Uh, it was pretty good. It got really rough, actually. It was... I came here in 2011 and it definitely wasn't this rough. It, it got rutted, but nothing like this. There was like a lot of square edge bumps and it was gnarly. I'm uh, just glad to get out safe and go into the next weekend. Hey, there's no denying you're you're riding better than you were last time you were up here and your bike seems great. Uh, you got to be in a real happy place right now. Yeah, everything's been awesome with Jason leading edge. Um, yeah, everyone, Graham doing my suspension, Frenchie with the motors. And, uh, yeah, everyone, it's been uh, a lot of help and trained. Well, I had Supercross, so I was in pretty good shape for that. I mean, I didn't really do too much after Vegas, just some motos and stuff. And went in the first round, and I didn't really know what to expect. I mean, I raced here in 2011, and then just, uh, yeah, so it was, I mean, everything's been awesome so far. Yeah, I think, like, us guys in the media were saying you'd be good, uh, you'd be a front runner, but we didn't think you'd be perfect, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. They had me ranked third, I think, in that I saw magazine, so I want to prove everyone wrong on that, and, uh, yeah, I just want to try to win every weekend is my goal, and just uh, get as many points as I can, and hopefully get a championship is the main goal. Hey, look Looking at your lap times, uh, you seem to be in really good shape. And um, uh, what are you, have you changed things up? Are you, what are you doing off the bike that seems to be working? Because every race I've watched this year, your, your gap at the end seems bigger. Yeah, uh, nothing really too much. I actually haven't been able to train too much with uh, my leg because I cut it the first round. So I've been just uh, like resting. And I think in season you, you don't you can't really do too much. You don't want to be sore on the weekend. So yeah, I've been just doing normal stuff, just uh, running and stretching a lot and just try to uh, not be tired on the weekend and it's good just I th- mentally too I've changed to uh, with that I used to kind of uh, a little mental stuff would get in my head halfway through a moment I think <laughs> yeah I just tell myself my head's tired not my body and just keep going and it helps uh, you're a SoCal kid uh, born and raised there what do you think of Canada what, what, what this is like I said it's your second year here what do you think of the country as a whole? Be careful, I'm Canadian, so. <laughs> well, it's way better, I think. Uh, California is just drama and 
California bros and chick swapping. Yeah. <laughs> Drama everywhere. Yeah. It's a, yeah, just partying everywhere. So yeah, it's way more laid back here. You could actually breathe, no uh, smog. Yeah. And you could, yeah. So I, I like it way better here, actually. Uh, but the plan is for you. I mean, you, you know, you're American. You want to race and succeed in the American series. You had a pretty good Supercross this year, um, doing well um, for the most part. Wearing X-Brand goggles too, by the way. And uh, that's the goal, right? To get a, a good salary ride on a U.S. team, Supercross and Motocross. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Just want to uh, hopefully Supercross next year, get on a team and get a deal lined up for to, to do uh, Supercross and Outdoors. I've never done Outdoors. I did Elsinore and that was it. So just uh, get on a team and I want to just prove everyone that I, that I can do it and just someone give me a chance. I mean, I don't money or anything. I just, just to prove everyone that I can run up front, I know I can. I think you opened some eyes and I know I had some people asking me about you in Supercross. So, you, you know, at times you had some really good races. Did, did that help you a little bit? Yeah, uh, not as much as I thought with, <laughs> I mean, I understand their teams, they have their riders and yeah. stuff, and they want to make their riders the best they can, and I, if I was a team manager, I'd completely understand that too, with, but I mean, I don't I don't know, I didn't do too much, I kind of screwed up those last two rounds, but I think I proved myself a little bit with uh, San Diego, and then uh, I got two eights, I think, and then a six at uh, Seattle, so I mean, it was a decent year. Uh, maybe Lake Elsinore you told me earlier? Yeah, uh, possibly. I I like to just to because um, I think we get done up here like the weekend or two weeks before or something like that. So just uh, maybe even with Leading Edge, if they can get a bike together or something, just uh, to go out and, and race. I know uh, Metcalf's doing a few of them, so it would be awesome for sure. All right, man. Well, hey, good job today. Conti continued uh, good luck the rest of the series. Thank you. Appreciate it.